Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on Thursday, the 3rd of September. I'm Paul and I'll be your host this morning. Uh, and in the news today, um, the All Whites um, have uh, announced uh, or eyeing up another couple of friendlies uh, to uh, finish off the year. Pakistan and their tour um, on a high. Um, Amanga re-signs for the Blues. Um, the Thunder and the Rockets um, go into game seven today as the uh, Nuggets win their game seven to go through to the conference semi-finals. We have updates from the Tour de France uh, and the World Championships in cycling, um, as well as the US Tennis Open. We also have a player extension at the Warriors. Um, it is a busy morning this morning, but let's kick. Um, so this is your best way to start the day up to speed with all of the important sports news. Um, and let's uh, kick off with that football news. Um, the All Whites um, are looking at uh, having friendlies against um, England and the uh, United States in the November international window. This is in addition to, ga to uh, games already uh, announced against Belgium uh, and Mexico. Uh, all of these would take place uh, in Europe um, and would see them facing the number four, one and number four in the world. So some real um, top quality opposition there. Um, with most of the players based in Europe, um, it would be the European-based players that would be uh, um, used. And talking about that, um, congratulations to uh, Marco uh, Stamenic, um, who has uh, signed for um, the Danish club FC Copenhagen. Um, so the 18-year-old uh, is, uh, is moving up the ranks. Uh, and uh, yeah, with more players based in Europe, it makes sense to host them over there, especially with the COVID um, situation at the moment. 
I'm going to hand you over to Arshin now. He's going to take us through our cricket updates. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to all our viewers and listeners out there on the interweb. And yes, as Paul said, Pakistan have ended, ended the England tour on a high. Pakistan ended their tour, which has been short on Ws, on a high as they held the held out in the thriller against England in yesterday's final T20. As reported yesterday's morning sports briefing, Pakistan got through to a very good total of 190 for four off their 20 overs, helped by a career-equaling high score from Muhammad Hafiz of 86. England, after a shaky start, appeared to be on course to challenge the score, but when informed captain Ern Morgan uh, was run out for 10, Pakistan had a sniff, and in the end, they were able to restrict England for 185 for eight off their 20 overs, taking the win and drawing the T20 series one all with one game abandoned. England's next assignment is up against Australia in the first T20, and that'll be on the fifth so in a couple of days' time. In this morning's CPL action, saw the hot Trinbago Knight Riders take on the St. Kitts and Nevis Patriots. There's only one horse in it. Knight Riders batted first, and Lendl Simmons led the charge with 96 of 63 balls, seeing the Knight Riders through to a pretty good score of 174 for four. After a steady start, in fact a bit slow, for example Chris Lynn scoring just 34 runs off 46 balls, the Patriots fade away, faded away, struggling through to 115 for 7 off their 20 overs. The win means that the Knight Riders stretched their position at the top of the table, now sitting on 16 points, well clear of the St. Lucia Zooks. Now the St. Lucia Zooks actually go, uh, go up against the Guyana Amazon Warriors in the second game, Today, that'll be starting, I think, around the 9.30 mark New Zealand time. And the highest wicket taker in IPL has pulled out. Lasith Malinga has pulled out of the 2020 version of the IPL for personal reasons. And no, it's not because of COVID-19. Malinga's father has been ill and may require surgery. Malinga has been replaced by James Patterson in the Mumbai Indians. And finally, back here in New Zealand, New Zealand cricket has steadied the ship with Gary Stead. Yes, Gary Stead has been reappointed as the New Zealand men's head coach for another three years. This will see him through to the 2023 World Cup in India. Stead has been the coach since taking over from Mike Hesson in 2018. And that, Paul, is our cricket news for today. But remember, we've got Swinging from the Hips coming on uh, tonight at 8 o'clock New Zealand time right here on New Zealand Sport Radio. And we'll be talking about the uh, Pakistan tour and just uh, with Taz, and as well as looking forward to Australia uh, in their T20 and ODI series, and we'll be reviewing their squad and the changes in the England squad. So that's tonight on uh, Swinging from the Hip for your cricketing fix. And as I said, that's the news for only the sports news of today, or cricket sports news. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he uh, was doing so well until he stumbled over his words at the end of the <laughs> Oh, dear. Now, uh, we know a man who doesn't stumble over his words. Uh, we'll hand over to Stephen now, who'll take us through our birthdays. Oh, the kiss of death from Paul there. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to New Zealand Sport Radio. It's birthdays this morning, and birthdays this morning, a track and road cyclist specialist. We also have a gold medalist at the Rowing World Championships, and New Zealand's most capped international footballer and that's where we start this morning Ivan Vicilic MNZM born this day the 3rd of September 1976 is a former New Zealand professional footballer who's currently the assistant coach at Auckland City FC in the ASB Premiership 
He is the country's most capped international of all time with 88 caps between 95 and 2013 and featured at the 2010 FIFA World Cup. Who would ever forget that? Member of the New Zealand Order of Merit, Merit for Services to 2015 on the New Zealand Honours list. This is just some of the highlights in this guy's career. Oceania Footballer of the Year 2009, New Zealand Young Player of the Year 1994, New Zealand International Player of the Year 2002, Oceania All-Stars 2008, Auckland Sportsman of the Year 2010, and the list goes on. So uh, what a champion. He also won the Jack Memorial Trophy in 1994 and 1997, and I think that's uh, uh, basically handed out by his uh, peers. So that pretty much tells you what sort of uh, um, impact he's had on football in New Zealand. Very happy birthday to Ivan Vissilich. Moving right along, Carl Meyer, born this day, the 3rd of September, 1981 in Geraldine, New Zealand, is a New Zealand rower. Meyer won the gold medal competing in the M4 Coxless 4 in the World Rowing Championships in 2007, and that was held in Munich. Now, Maya is also married to double Olympic gold medalist Caroline Eva Swindells. Well, I'm going to say, what sort of child will they have in, uh, as a rower? Boy, um, there's some pedigree there, let me tell you. And finally, Jamie Nielsen, born this day, the 3rd of September, 1985, is a New Zealand track and road cyclist and a former representative rower. Uh, from 2003 to 2007, Nielsen competed with the national rowing team. She became the world champion at the under-23 World Rowing Championships in Poznan, Poland in 2004 with the under-23 women's quadruple, quadruple skulls. There you go. It was coming, despite only taking up cycling in 2007 at the team pursuit at the UCI Track Cycling World Championships. She won silver in 2009 and bronze in 2011. At the 2012 Summer Olympics, she competed in the women's team pursuit for New Zealand, which was placed fifth at but set a national record at the time. At the 2016 Olympics, she finished fourth in the women's team pursuit. There we go. We have our birthdays today for the 3rd of September. Ironically enough, that's when war was declared on Germany back in 1939. Hopefully not too much being declared in rugby, Paul. Back to you. Thank you very much, Stephen. Um, and uh, yes, hopefully no wars um, are being declared in rugby and hopefully we can actually see some um, tea, uh, countries getting together to sort out a global season. But hey, that's just wishful thinking. Perhaps over over, over there, um, there's only so much uh, we can uh, we can expect to happen uh, in this world. But um, someone who has uh, is happy with where he is, and that's uh, uh, Emanga, uh, who has re-signed as a coach for the Blues for another season um, for 2021. Uh, looking forward uh, to to continue the improvement that we saw with the Blues uh, this season uh, there um, up in Auckland. Um, the uh, Mitre 10 is not far away, uh, and uh, yesterday we uh, put out our um, pre-season chat with um, Tasman. Um, so uh, uh, that's uh, Southland and Tasman are now up on the uh, Facebook page and also uh, out as a podcast. So uh, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all your favourite podcatchers. Just search for New Zealand Sports Radio. Uh, and uh, today at 6 p.m., we'll be putting out our pre-season chat with uh, North Harbour assistant coach Sam Ward. So um, uh, get uh, uh, check out these uh, interviews with the uh, coaches um, as we build up towards the Mitre 10 Cup. 
Um, the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup also will be kicking off this weekend. Uh, unfortunately, it's with no fans um, and also uh, there would be um, no uh, post-match interviews. So we won't be uh, at any of the games this um, weekend. Uh, so uh, but, um, do uh, uh, keep a track of how the Farrah Palmer Cup kicks off this weekend. Because remember, all of the Black Ferns and the Black Fern Sevens um, are going to be involved as well. So uh, some sides uh, uh, such as Northland having Portia Woodman in them will suddenly um, be strengthened. Uh, and so look out for those games. I'm going to hand you back now to Stephen for the sport that just keeps on giving. It's our NRL update. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. In uh, league news this morning, Peter Hiku will extend his uh, stay at the Warriors. Jack Hetherington, who was uh, loaned out and loaned, will looks likely to be loaned back again to the Warriors. And we check out the opening game in round 17 of the NRL. But it's uh, with the Warriors we start this morning. Peter Hiku will remain a Warrior for at least one more season season having inked a one-year deal with the NRL club. Yesterday the club announced that they'd agree to terms with the 11th Test Kiwis International with his previous contract set to expire at the end of the season. Peter deserves his new contract, says Warriors recruitment manager Peter O'Sullivan. He has been in stellar form the last six weeks and has worked really hard on his game. He brings unbelievable skill and try scoring involvement whether it be setting them up or scoring them himself. It's no coincidence the wingers outside him are always around the top of any try scoring list. So good news uh, for the Warriors. And maybe more good news for the Warriors. Lone player Jack Hetherington seems likely to make a timely return to the New Zealand Warriors uh, for their NRL playoffs push. The Penrith Panthers prop had made a significant impact for the Warriors after answering an SOS to help add depth to the club's severely depleted forward stocks back in June. But a four-week suspension for dangerous contact in the Warriors' win over the Sea Eagles and the Pen Penrith's own injury issues saw him recalled to the parent club last month with, with the Panthers now somewhat back to full health and his suspension to be uh, completed after the upcoming round. Warriors coach Todd Payton is hopeful he'll have Hetherington back in his squad and available for selection against the Sharks next weekend and uh, speaking of uh, the uh, Penrith Panthers what well, is the opening game of uh, round 17 that's happening at Suncorp Stadium this evening at 9.50pm New Zealand time and yes it's that team that is in hot form they're on a hot streak it's the Penrith Panthers up against the Broncos you'd have to be a really really risk much of a risk taker to uh, maybe put money on the Brisbane Broncos this evening because we've got a Panthers side that's got a winning streak and I think it's around about 10 games Paul, if they um, uh, knock it out of the park tonight. And uh, quite frankly, I think uh, we'll probably be talking about a Penrith Panthers victory tomorrow morning when I'm back for league. And that's when I'm going to see you again. So I will take the exit stage right and they're going to put money on, on the Broncos. You'll lose it. <laughs> Absolutely not. The Panthers, yeah, with a record of 14 wins, one draw and one loss this season. Um, yes, you can't. Uh, yes, not much chance of the Broncos uh, winning this one. Um, so uh, thank you very much, Stephen, for that update. And we'll catch you tomorrow at 7 a.m. here on the morning sports briefing. Moving on then to um, basketball news. And yes, the Nuggets uh, beat the Jazz in game seven over in the basketball. It was a low scoring affair. Um, Nuggets winning 80 to 78 um, to go through 
uh, into the uh, championships semi-finals. Um, the uh, final place in the uh, semi-finals, uh, sorry, again, championship in the uh, semi-finals will be decided between the Thunder and the Rockets today at, so that starts at 1 p.m. They've got into game seven, um, so uh, uh, to finish off that series, that best, that's uh, first to four in that um, series. Uh, also before that, uh, the Heat versus um, the Bucks um, is at uh, 10.30. They're already um, into, uh, Miami already have a 1-0 lead in that one in the conference semifinals. Um, and Boston have gone 2-0 up um, over Toronto uh, in the other Eastern Conference uh, conference semifinal. Um, so uh, those already um, progressing. Um, moving on to the cycling then, uh, and in the Tour de France, um, a, a bit of a, a surprise winner um, with um, Wout van Aert um, sprinting to the victory on what was a very uneventful day. Well, it was an uneventful day, um, except for the fact that Julian Alaphilippe um, uh, was docked 20 seconds for taking an illegal feed. You're not allowed to uh, take sustenance from in the last 20 kilometers uh, and he uh, took um a uh well took, took a bag of food and drink um on after at about the 17 kilometer mark um and uh, therefore he got docked um 20 seconds he was unaware of that one uh this is a um basically a safety rule in the fact that uh, it all sorts the race starts to heat up generally in that light towards the end of the race and uh, having people handing out things uh, in those last twenty uh, k's can uh, uh, can be dangerous, but uh, wasn't yesterday on what was a pretty uh, boring um, uh, uh, flat stage. Uh, this means that means that um, Adam Yates has uh, taken the yellow jersey, uh, not something that uh, not as he says not the way that you want to take it. Uh, and he said he was planning to try and take the jersey uh, today uh, in um, stage six or today anyway. So we're riding aggressively um, today. So. Uh, uh, he has no plans to try and win the overall race. You know, he is, he came in saying he was aiming for stage victories. Um, so, uh, yeah, he won't be looking at defending the jersey uh, too strongly. Uh, also, we saw Sam Bennett uh, finish um, fourth, I think it was, in the stage, uh, which means that he now has taken over the green jersey from um, Peter Sagan. Sorry, Sam Bennett finished third. Peter Sagan finished fourth in the stage. And that's a points jersey for the uh, best finishing, um, best sprinter in the race. So Sam Bennett uh, saying in green now in a close battle with Peter Sagan for that um, jersey. Being a flat stage, no updates for the Polkadot Mountain jersey. Uh, over in women's cycling, uh, and Amanda Spratt has si signed a two-year contract extension with Mitchelton Scott. Um, so congratulations to her. She becomes the sole leader of that team after world champion um, Van Vluten. Um, moved over as well, signed recently for a movie star. Um, the uh, World Championships in cycling now will be taking place between the 24th and the 27th of September. Um, there'll be fewer disciplines um, with just the uh, men's and women's elite road race and time trials. There'll be no under 23 events and no team trial um, this year. And previously, uh, this, uh, this event we held in Imla. Um, and start and finish on the motor racing racing circuit there. Um, this was initially supposed to be taking part in Switzerland, but Switzerland um, has uh, cancelled all events 
and so hence it's been moved to Italy uh, and obviously reduced in size. The races won't happen entirely on the race circuit, but they will start uh, and finish um, there. Uh, you have now started the day the best way up to speed with all of the important sports news. Uh, don't forget to join Swinging from the Hip at um, 8 p.m. this evening and also our interview with Sam Ward, which will be going out at 6 p.m. Um, this evening. Uh, so uh, lots of uh, sporting uh, action and news coming to you from New Zealand Sports Radio. You have now started the day the best way up to speed all the important sports news. We'll be back at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning with the morning sports briefing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.